Even though we know the end game of the globalist, we must remember God remains in control. And the religion is the religion of leftism. It's the re- it's the Babylonian religion. It's the religion of 180ism. It's wokeism. It's everything that's opposite of the Bible, right? That's Babylonianism. It's man-made religion. Welcome to Understanding the Times Radio with Jan Markell. Radio for the Remnant, brought to you by Olive Tree Ministries. Today, Jan visits with Pastor Brandon Holdhouse of Rock Harbor Church in Bakersfield, California. The globalists are trying to reset the world to form their new world order. How do we stand for righteousness amidst this growing darkness? Here is today's program. The real principle you need to work with and understand is this. The people, the group that is behind all of what's happening, the lockdowns, the vaccines, the, the, the globalism, all this other stuff want to destroy Western society. Okay. They want to destroy Western society, including America. America is the prize. They want to destroy Western society to be able to usher in what they want to bring into the world. And what they're wanting to bring into the world is globalism. Okay. That's the main understanding that you have to have in all of this. Okay. And, and so to, to, to really get a grasp of it, you have to first start there. What's the ultimate goal? Their ultimate goal is globalism. Now you and I as prophecy students understand that that goal is mentioned in scripture, that they will form a one world government. And eventually that one world government falls into the hands of the Antichrist and he takes over. And by the midpoint of the tribulation, He's in full control of the entire globe. So this is where it's going. So we know this as prophecy students. We know the end game. We know the end result of what they're wanting to do. So when you see things start happening in our world and it it just looks insane. Why are they doing this? This doesn't make sense. It's because it is a stair step to globalism. And welcome to the program. So glad you can join me today. I used that little minute clip of my guest, Pastor Brandon Holthouse, as I felt it would set the stage for an hour's discussion today on just what on earth is happening. Do you ever wonder who is behind some of the troubling things going on right now from even wokeism of our military leaders, the Afghanistan debacle, the trans agenda, even the vaccine agenda? Who's behind this? Well, the short answer would be the world's globalists, those pushing for one world government. We talk about that very frequently on Understanding the Times Radio with various guests that I've had over the years. Who are the players in the global agenda? Frankly, I have a whole DVD on that. We can't get into the real details, but here's just a quick rundown. The prominent players would be the World Economic Forum, Big Tech, United Nations, the World Bank, international bankers for that matter, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderbergers, those pushing Agenda 21, which quite frankly is set aside now for heading into Agenda 2030, though I think that Agenda 2030 has been moved up to just a couple of years out now. And then last on my short list, but not the least, would be The Green New Deal pushers, the whole environmentalist climate change people, which I believe this is going to be the religion of the New World Order, 
religion of the globalists would be the Green New Deal. So these are just some of the players on the scorecard today. Just how they're playing out, it's a complicated scenario that would take literally a book or an extensive DVD teaching to fully explain. But my guest, Pastor Brandon Holthouse, and I are going to try to unpack what we can in just a little bit under an hour today on Understanding the Times Radio. Pastor Brandon, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me again. Let's continue to set the stage, Brandon. Now, there are a few folks in the way of these One World Agenda folks, and they would be capitalists, Christians, probably patriots. Anybody I'm missing there? No, I think the whole paradigm of the Judeo-Christian system, which is part of Western society, even though it's waning in these later years, that's the one thing they have to destroy, is that Judeo-Christian ethic, morals, and principles in order to usher in their globalism. And they've been doing a very good job at it. So they have captured basically every sector of society in order to do this, whether it's the media, politics, education, obviously, entertainment industry, big tech, big corp. And basically, when you have all that, and along with the banking institutions, you have secured yourself in all the information avenues that could come our way. So that's why we shouldn't be shocked, whether it's a politician, academia, or Hollywood, giving us the same talking points for forming a global government. They all say the same thing. You recently even participated in a conference co-sponsored by Lamb Lion Ministries and Pastor Billy Crone's ministry on the Great Reset. I saw portions of that conference. I watched your entire message and some others as well. You talk frequently about going back to the Babylonian system, because that's what we're doing as we speak. We're heading back to the Babylonian system. But why don't you explain what you mean by that? If you study ancient Babylon under Nimrod, and then you study the other passages in Scripture about the prophecies concerning Babylon, specifically look at Revelation 17 and 18 Mm -hmm. about Babylon, what you will notice that Babylon is going to be reformed again. It's going to be the center where the Antichrist makes his headquarters. And I believe it's going to be exactly where the Tower of Babel was built. God seems to bring everything back to where it started. The aspect of Babylon, if you study it in Scripture, you will notice that there's three legs to Mm -hmm. it. And it's very prominent. One is an economic leg, which would include businesses, banks, corporations, big tech. The other one is a political leg, referring to the kings of the earth, which involves the nations and other global regions. And then the other one is a religious leg, which we call the Whore of Babylon. So Babylon has this three-legged stool, as you call it, and for it to function, it has to have all three legs. So when you put that template on what they're doing today, you will see the three legs involved. You will see the morality of Babylon through its religion, Then you will see the economics pushing towards one world economic system, digital currency. And then you'll see the politics involved, where all the nations are on the same page right now, wanting global Mm -hmm. governance. So that's how we're to understand this scripturally. Here's the one thing that the global government folks really, really need. They need chaos and they need a crisis. This is a clip of you, Brandon, from your recent conference presentation that I'm going to play. And then cause as much chaos and crisis to introduce authoritarian control, to get order out of chaos. See, Satan is very smart, and he uses these tools 
in his hands to say, look, create enough chaos. People will be begging for somebody, a strong person to come in and take order out of things. We've got to have order. So it's intentional that you see chaos. Because then they can use that and say, well, you're right, it's chaotic. But in order for us to get control of this, we're going to ask you to give up your rights. So you just give up your rights and we'll get this thing figured out. That's what they're going to do. And that's what they've been doing. Never let a crisis go to waste. Remember, Rahm Emanuel said that. That's what we've been watching play out here for the last year and a half, soon going on two years. A virus comes along, instills fear in people. I have a suspicion that another crisis is on the horizon, and I want to ask you about that in just a moment. But the point is, what they're doing is they're getting folks to get nervous and anxious enough so that whoever will come along and offer order out of chaos will be honored. You and I know that's ultimately the Antichrist. Well, there are some Antichrist-esque people right now on the planet who are trying to do the same thing. Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, etc., priming the pump. But like you say, there has to be chaos and there has to be fear. And it's been a brilliant plan. It's been quite successful. It sure has. And we call this in intelligence agencies and CIA type stuff, they call this a psychological operation, Mm -hmm. a psychops. That's exactly what it is. And obviously Satan is using it. But when you do a psychological operation, what they call it is a reaction solution technique. That's the technique, and that's what they've been perpetrating. So you cause a crisis, the people are going to have a reaction, and then you offer the solution. But in all the solutions is to take more freedoms from the individual for what? Peace and security. And that's a phrase we know from the Bible that Paul talks about in 1 Thessalonians 5, that when they say peace and safety or peace and security, then sudden destruction comes upon them. That's what they're using hey, we will give you peace and security, whether that's financial, health, chaos in the streets. We will give you peace and security, but you have to give us some of your liberty. And that's the game they're playing. And what we have watched, and this has been very upsetting, is watch people give up their liberties that people died for in our country in order to have their so-called life back. Talking to Pastor Brandon Holthouse, He pastors Rock Harbor Church in Bakersfield, California, and you can find more information at his website, rockharborchurch.net. I had the privilege of ministering there on a couple of occasions. This would have been a year ago now. Brandon, so the point is nationalism has to go, and of course we know the ultimate nationalist was former President Donald Trump, and replace with global citizenry. That is what the agenda is as we speak. Yeah, it sure is, and you can see from Scripture when God divided the people from the Tower of Babel, he did it through language, and he divided them up into nations. So since then, we can see God wanting individual nations. The old marker of that is language, culture, borders. And that's typically how the Bible defines a nation. Israel's job was to reach all the nations. So national sovereignty is a biblical concept. Mm -hmm. Borders are a biblical concept. Language is a biblical concept. But now what they're trying to do is erase borders, erase language, and erase any type of patriotism you would have towards your own country. And calling that racist or xenophobic, that's why we are now seeing no borders, a porous border where people just pour in, because what we're seeing is a replacement of national sovereignty. This happened in Europe. 
They had a great replacement, and now it's happening to the United States. So this is the agenda. They're creating tribalism, in other words, loyalty to their tribal group rather than being an American, and this falls under the category of divide and conquer. It's heartbreaking, Brandon, and you're out there on the West Coast, not all that far from the border, and it has to be heartbreaking to see. I'm here in Minnesota, and we have had an influx of immigrants from all over, but heavily from the Muslim world, and I think you're getting them heavily from the South America, Mexico, et cetera, correct? Yeah, and what it's done is America was supposed to be a melting pot. So you come here from any place, we're open to immigration, but you have to assimilate. So what they have done as far as their agenda in the schools and universities is tell people that come into America, you don't have to be American. You need to be loyal to your skin color and loyal to your tribe and not assimilate. And that's what's happened in places all over the United States, whether it's in your area or my area with the southern border or Muslims being put in pockets of cities, and they don't assimilate. That is intentional because they want them loyal to their skin color, their nationality, but not loyal to America, divide and conquer. And that's what we have here now. No one's loyal to America. Correct. That would be the goal eventually, yes. This is the plan being perpetrated by the World Economic Forum, the world's globalists. Brandon, when you had your conference on World Economic Forum, this is a few weeks ago now, and I believe this was at Pastor Crone's church, and I think each speaker presented a various angle on the World Economic Forum, and as I said earlier, I watched as many as I could. It was excellent information. In your lifetime, did you ever expect to see the rise of what we're watching, we're watching the rise of this end-time rebirth of the Babylonian system, the effort, again, Nimrod tried it many thousands of years ago, but here we're seeing the world's globalists try to perpetrate a new world order, but it's not God's new world order. I think it caught a lot of us by surprise. It did me. Because we've always known about a global government that would form in the tribulation, But I think what caught us off guard a little bit was how much of the setup would happen during the church age. During the church church, age. And we're seeing an alarming amount of setup. We're having to readjust our perspective on there's a shadow being cast over the church age, and we're watching a lot of things we didn't expect to happen. So when I'm doing a conference talking about the political aspects of the Great Reset, I never dreamed I would have to go that deep into being able to try to explain what they're currently doing. Because a lot of us just said, man, that's going to be in the tribulation. We're not going to see a lot of that. But here we are. God's giving us a heads up. I think Mm -hmm. he's also giving us a reminder that it's absolutely later than we could possibly imagine. I'm heading here into a related topic, just a little bit different, and I referenced it minutes ago. And that is the religion of the New World Order, which is going to be the green agenda. And the whole global warming, climate change, as though man has the ability to change climate, which is laughable in certain sense. There's so many verses in the Bible that God alone controls the weather. Nevertheless, this whole idol of ecology has come along in the last 40 years. I'm playing a clip of you right now because you made reference to For the Sake of the Planet, and it's a roadmap to build a climate-resistant economy, and it's a 40-page report that's online. I'm going to have you tell us where it is online here in a moment, but I'm going to play. It's two minutes, and then I want to come back and I want to discuss it because I personally feel that this whole 
green agenda is just huge as it is setting the stage for the Antichrist and his empire and worshiping the earth. Now you have the Biden administration that's like rubber stamping everything the globalists want, everything that the reset, the Davos people want. So basically on Friday, the Great Reset people and the UN just received their support from the United States. And now, basically, the United States is going to be implementing this economic framework. This is pivotal. This is a crucial moment. This is where you're seeing goodbye to capitalism. Okay? And, and basically, they're going to reset the U.S. economy to be an economy based on a fake uh, issue, global warming, and it's going to be a resource economy, okay? So, again, what what does the, the World Economic Forum want? What does the Great Reset want? It wants to take away, ultimately, everybody's ability to own private property, okay? And that's why they say in the Great Reset, uh, you won't own anything by 2030, You'll just rent everything and basically turn everyone into slaves. And they're going to do this, convince people of the world not to own anything, to just rent everything for the sake of the planet, for the sake of gas, uh, carbon uh, gas emissions, greenhouse gases. So they're going to convince people to give up their private property or either force them to. But that's where this is going. So now you have seen the first implementation, the stair step towards this, and it starts with shaming people, shaming businesses into compliance um, because they know they can't do it, do it legally. So in this 40-page report called The Roadmap to Build a Climate Resilient Economy, you can read it for yourself. Uh, go to documentcloud.org from the government website. You can read it there all right there in front of everybody to read. It talks about restructuring the U.S. economy based on, obviously, this pseudo-climate change hoax. And basically said that, you know, climate change is a national security all of a sudden. It's a national security. They've ramped it up to this level. That it's an existential threat. Oh, no, not, not Iran, not North Korea, not China, not Russia, but climate change. How stupid. And yet people will believe that. Very good point, Brandon Holthouse, and that is they've ramped climate change, which, as you say, is non-existent other than what God does. He changes climate on a 24-hour basis. They've ramped it up to be a national security issue. You talk about end-time strong delusion. This is a good example of it here. The things you've just shared, same category, delusion. And that's where you start seeing the religious element in it, like you mentioned. Yes. Because... It's totally irrational. It's not based on facts and science. And we know this. We've known that man-made carbon emissions doesn't affect the environment. And we've known that for years. The whole thing has been debunked. So they had to change it from global warming to climate change and blame everything on man's carbon emissions. It's a hoax. But nonetheless, what you start realizing is this has turned into a religion. Because it's a religion, what they have proposed is their form of the apocalypse that we're all going to die, the planet's going to burn up, Mother Earth needs help, and we all got to do our part. So this is a religion of existential threat that we need to help Mother Earth. We all need to do our part. So therefore, we will exact taxes or money from you 
in order to pay for this existential threat. This is why Biden got us back into the Paris Accords, where we send billions of dollars to be redistributed to third world countries, because we've got to pay our fair share. But eventually, what's going to happen, they're going to use this on an individual level because of this religion. They're going to say, hey, look, we have your credit card, your gas card, and you've driven too much this month. So we're going to mm-hmm. stop you and your ability to get gas for your car. That's where it's going. It's even going to come to buying things. If you buy certain things that gives a carbon footprint, well, you're only going to be allowed a certain carbon footprint for the month. And then once you reach that carbon level, you're stopped in buying that. That's where this is going. This is a fanatical false religion, and it has apocalyptic tones to it. And this is what they're doing, creating another crisis. And the way we're going to solve it is take from you, your private property, your money, your wealth, to stop this existential threat. Very well stated, Brandon. Talking to Brandon Holthouse for the hour. Again, you can find more information about his church, Rock Harbor Church in Bakersfield, at rockharborchurch.net. I have had him on a number of times. And, Brandon, you take the prize for uh, getting my program taken off of a certain platform (laughs) when I have you on. You and Pastor Billy Crone specialize in that. I really appreciate that a whole lot. I think this is playing out in a huge fashion here as we wind the church age down and head into, quite frankly, the tribulation is casting a shadow on the church age all the time. That shadow is more prominent than people realize. But I think this is going to be one of the idols of the tribulation is this earth worship. Talks about that in Romans 8 and really considers that an abomination. Not that we shouldn't be taking care of creation. I get really upset when people hear us suggest that that's what we're suggesting, is that we not take care of creation. That is the last thing I happen to be saying. It's just that the whole movement has been perverted and taken to an extreme and turned out to become earth worship instead of worshiping God. Exactly. And for Christians to understand the difference God calls us to be stewards of the creation But we're not to be slaves of the creation. What they're wanting to do in radical environmentalism is worship the creation. Christians are for conservation, which is, yeah, everyone wants clean water and clean air, of course. But when you make up fake things that all of a sudden carbon emissions is a poison, then we're not to comply with lies. Mm -hmm. We're not to participate in those types of lies. We get lumped into oh, you Christians just don't care about the environment. You're for pollution. You're for unclean water. That's not right. We don't worship the creation. But what you're seeing now is the actual worship of creation, which is what Romans 1 is talking about. And therefore, what will come from that? When people do that, all you have to do is look at Romans 1, and he explains the vices, the immorality that will actually come from that. So when you see how crazy morally and immoral these people are in our world, it's a telltale sign that they're worshiping the creation. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing but ancient paganism. That's all it is. And basically, Babylon returns people back to worshiping the creation rather than God. That's the whole intent. So this is ingenious of Satan in one sense, because Satan realizes that he has to have a glue to stick people together. Because of nationalism, and it's hard to get people to be more globally oriented, he has to do it through a false religion. And what better false religion than creation care, worshiping creation, to be the glue that links everyone together? 
Right. And what's troubled me is even in the last 10, 15, 20 years, I've seen evangelical outfits form these ecological organizations. And again, it's fine to encourage us to take care of creation. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But what I'm seeing, Brandon, then the pulpits that are behind this are preaching ecology instead of you must be born again. And these are evangelical outfits. It's not your normal mainline Protestant liberalism. It's evangelicals preaching ecology over you must be born again. So it's more signs of the times in Laodicea. It sure is, and we're seeing more and more of that. And here's the scary part. We're going to see even more because mm-hmm. when they start mandating this from the government, yeah. and we're going to see imperialism happen in the United States where the U.N. is telling us what to do and taxing us, what's going to happen is a lot of the churches that are like this now of creation care, I mean, like I heard one church interpret John 3.16 as the world referring not to people, but the planet. Yeah. God so loved the planet. Yes. And it's like... Okay, man, you're out of your mind interpreting it like that, but that's what they do. Or I saw another church have an altar call, and the altar call wasn't to get saved, but the church had put up barrels of dirt that's right. in the front, and they asked people to come forward, grab a handful of dirt, and make your promise that you're going to do everything you can to save the planet. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about, and I'm yep. not talking about it in the First Unitarian Church. Some of these things we're talking about in First mm-hmm. Baptist Church in you fill in the blank cities. That's why I'm troubled by what we're talking about. Here's where I want to go yet. I want to talk a little bit in part two of my programming about this social credit score. It's right now very prominent in China, but the point is it's coming to the Western world. I would suspect it would be in America within a year, and you need to understand what it is. I'm going to play a couple of clips about it to help you better understand it. You might have heard the term your ESG score. Well, what is that all about? And is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? I promise you anything that is being perpetrated by the globalists of this world is nefarious. And you need to look at all of this in a suspicious manner. So what we're trying to do this hour is help you better understand just what the globalists are up to. And one of the things that's going to be coming down the pike, we don't know when, but I would suspect very soon, you will get a social credit score. What does that mean? What will that allow you to do or not to do? Just how is that going to affect your day-to-day living? Because it will. And you'll hear how it's affecting those in China as we speak. So I'm going to get into that as soon as we get back. I'm going to take a very short time out back in a minute or two. Don't go away. What is the Great Reset? Obviously, there's a couple things I want to mention. It is the World Economic Forum's name for it, the UN's name for their goal of creating the globalist system, a one-world government, one-world economy, one-world religion. Pretty easy to understand at the base level, but that's what they're attempting. Well, how does it fit into Bible prophecy? Real simple. If you turn to Revelation 17 and 18, you will see the revived,